Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. Panoply, Panorama, Panpipe, Pansy, Aha, Pansexual, Knowing No Boundaries of Sex or Gender. Sound interesting? Then join Sally on Sundays at noon for Out of the Pan. All those gender questions making you think too hard? Whether it's transgender, bisexual, polyamorous or beyond, we'll throw those questions into the pan and cook up the answers for you. So go on, push that gender envelope only on 3CR 855am digital and 3cr.org.au. Three CR eight five five AM digital three crorgau Thanks for tuning in to Out of the Pan, a show covering pansexual issues, knowing no boundaries of sex or gender. And of course, three CR is proudly broadcasting from the lands of the original inhabitants. We pay respects to elders, past and present, and acknowledge our LGBTIQ plus Indigenous elders, including sister girls and brother boys, for their unique contributions to diversity and intersectionality on and around our land, and welcome to listeners of all genders, including, but, but not limited, of course, to ladies and gentlemen. Uh, well, it uh, could be out of the pun, and of course, a bit of telepathy going on. Uh, got to hand it to the crew from Out of the Blue. They always do a great show on all the marine news, but uh, one of the guests had a frog in the throat, which, as they said, is to be expected on a marine aquatic show. I think I'm infiltrating them after 11 years with some out-of-the-pun um, type of stuff. Um, good to be with you. And uh, if you want to get in touch with the show today, um, you can um, get in touch via all the modern or relatively modern means of technology. No, there's no Tony Abbott resignation by Telegram. That was so unfair that people said it was a fax. It wasn't. Neither of those two. We've come up to at least 2005. You can do out-of-the-pan855 at gmail.com. Text 61401078981. You can look for me or Out of the Pans page on Facebook and post under the entries there. And um, you can tweet at Sal Gold said so. And that's the bottom line. And the fabulous Pete, of course, who hosts the Doin' Time show um, on Monday afternoons at uh, 4 o'clock. Um, has beaten me to a post. Um, he was getting rocking down to brave faces by midnight oil, um, and um, and um, you know has was enjoying the music. There'll be a great range of pun sexual music today. No, not really. It's actually five tracks today that are personal. I'll tell you what, at the end of the show, and talk about the journey. Brave faces face the boardroom. Had to do that during the week. Um, we'll talk about that. Um, but of course the news of the week got to comment on this one is of course that, um, well, the plebiscite is dead, long live the parasite or something like that. Um, plebiscite all but, um, done and dusted, um, with, um, the announcement by, the formal announcement by the federal, um, Australian Labor Party that they would be opposing, um, any legislation for the plebiscite. Most welcome, of course, um, not something that was really um, going to be of 
major benefit to the GLBTI community. Interesting to see a column by someone called Mark Kenny in today's Sunday Age, which you know uses all the usual things about the um, lefty activists, but and says um, you know, but doesn't give logical reasons as to why our opposition was illogical. Um, gee, funny how right wingers rarely have any logic. Um, hello to Donald Trump if you're not listening. But um, anyway, um, you know, it is a good thing that I think it's off. Um, there's been a few columns, you know, uncertain future now for marriage equality. Well, I think it's certain it's, you know, it'll happen um, regardless, of course, of um, GLBTI people and this. Excuse me. <coughs> oh, dear. Yes, the plebiscite was always what I just said um, with the sneeze. You fill in your own eight-letter word at home. I'm being polite. Um, but... Um, got to say that um you know it will happen it's so it's not an uncertain future it's just that maybe uncertain timing um as far as i'm concerned it's just a question of when um you know possible strategies if you want um you know if a couple of two or three people sponsored a bill in the senate there is no doubt it would get through the senate on without even any coalition support or pretty likely i'd be willing to say as high as 98% at least um but, um, of course, you know, the reps is a different scenario. But some people have said, what would people, the out gay men in the Liberal Party, do um, if there was some sort of bill that came before them? You know, it's an interesting situation, isn't it? Um, you know, politically, it could you know, put a big wedge up there, proverbial. Um, be interesting to see how they deal with that. But um, uh, that is politically speaking, not physically, and that was a metaphor. Um, so we'll see what happens, but it will happen. You know, Labor has committed if marriage equality wasn't in before 2019, it would become to a compulsory vote. So, you know, on the assumption that Labor won a majority in the reps in three years' time, and that's, you know, you'd say a 50-50 assumption, or if you're following opinion polls, 51 49 or 5248, um, you know, it's only a matter of time now, three years maximum. But of course, if uh, Malcolm Turnbull, the, pers- the person who um, hasn't really done anything, actually just decided to take a stance on principle, kick the right wing of his party up the bumblebees, um, may as well go down. Why does, you know, he's, you know, he's apparently under pressure. I'm not a, that much of a political analyst that I know if that's true or not. Um, allegedly from ScoMo. Um, um, who knows? Could be anything um, that could happen and we could get it done. We shall see. Um, the other, um, last week we mentioned there was a possibility of movement at the station at the state level on birth certificate reform. Still no news on that. Um, stalled, um, you know, um, revving up and um, sort of um, not... Um, um, you know, it's like stuck in mud a bit at the moment. So either we need a, a shovel or a battery cable or something to get that one through the state upper house, the Legislative Council. Um, please go to um, Transgender Victoria's Facebook page and look for the birth certificates link where you can send a message to upper house MPs. Um, interesting to see what sort of response you get. Um, interesting after oh my, I had a tip that one supportive mainstream, I hate that word, but it's the best one that people understand, organisation wrote a letter and before that even had a chance to put it on their own Facebook page. Funnily enough, the CEO was being trolled on Facebook by anti-transgender types. So where did they get the idea that this person was someone who needed to be trolled? Hmm, are there some upper house MPs leaking? 
Um, you know, what is technically, is it private information? If you send a letter to an MP, I'm not sure. Anyway, um, all things to consider. But, um, yeah, we'll see what happens with that. Um, but um, I think that I have to say that the the defeat of the parasite is, well, I'll call it the extreme watermark. I don't know whether you call it a low watermark or a high watermark, but the good news is that um, it's off. We won't be put through um, all this talk, um, sort of horrendous debate that we know happened in Ireland. We have seen it, um, I think, too often and um, you know, in this year. So hopefully just some dust can settle a bit. We get back to a sensible debate. Either have a free vote, but um, I'm not prepared, personally speaking as an individual, to have one life possibly at risk um, for a, the sake of a plebiscite. It's called principal right-wing commentators and insurgents in the age. Um, so um, I think it's a good decision. All right. Um, well, we didn't want a plebiscite. And, well, playing some music today, as I said, I'll tell you why I'm playing these songs right at the end of the show. Um, KD Lang Ingenue, what a breakthrough album it was for KD in when it was released in the early 1990s, um, in 1992. Really 10 amazing tracks on it, just amazingly musically different with her longtime collaborator, Ben Mink. And so you could have picked Danny if you wanted to play a track from this, but no plebiscite. Ask it, and so it shall be. 3CR, 855 AM, digital, 3cr.org.au, out of the pan with Sally. 3CR is a community radio licence holder. What you hear on community radio is governed by the community radio codes of practice. The codes of practice cover matters relating to program content, including local content, news, current affairs, Australian music, programs for children and the responsibilities associated with broadcasting by and for the community. They also cover aspects such as community access and participation in the operation of this station. Copies of the code are available from the 3CR website. Go to 3cr.org.au forward slash who we are. Hello, it's Fiona Scott-Norman here and I would just like to say congratulations. You are doing something very important right now. Do you want to know what it is? You are listening to 3CR. Melbourne's most diverse and fascinating community radio station. And you know why it's important? Because diversity is important. Community is important. Community radio is very, very important. And you are a winner. That's right. Be a winner. Um, And it's a win-win solution. Support 3CR. Listen and subscribe and donate and all that sort of stuff. Um, We're a bit short on our Radiothon target this year. I'll remind you of that later on that we need um, a bit of extra support. There's a few more program fundraisers coming up. Keep an eye on the 3CR website at 3cr.org.au and um, support them in some way or if you can. But it doesn't matter, though it's a cliche, it doesn't matter how big or small your donation or support. You can hop up to the donate page on 3CR's website online um, and um, support us. It doesn't matter to work two bucks or 20,000 or whatever it could just be that difference maker to keep us going and um you know um keep us going through and keep it's only there's only about six paid staff here at 3CR um and that's not even to my knowledge six EFT effective full time and all that sort of thing they do an amazing job 
and um, that's one probably one of the biggest costs, of course, to keep things programmed and managed and financed and all the rest. Um, got to keep those books accurate, said the one-time accountant, um, and um, well, largely one-time accountant. Um, what is it? The therapy's nearly worked, but um, seriously, please support 3CR in all of our endeavours. And, yeah, prior to the messages, um, Katie Lang from Ingenue and Ask It And So It Shall Be. Well, I opened musically with Midnight Oil from Brave Faces, um, from, sorry, their live album Scream In Blue, originally off Place Without A Postcard um, and Brave Faces. Well, I didn't quite physically go before a boardroom this week, but um, did have to write to a board of an LGBTIQ organisation that's all so well, uh, I might say so called, a bit concerned about their approach on diversity and inclusivity. And well, frankly, got a bit of a patronising, evasive, dismissive response back, in my opinion. And this begs a question that I've often asked myself in lots of scenarios how do you communicate with people who just really don't listen? I don't have the answer to that. Probably I mightn't be sitting here. Um, because there'd be maybe no need for an LGBTIQ radio program. Um, everyone would have listened. They would have got that LGBTIQ plus people are people, comma, who happen to be one or more of LGBTIQ. We're just trying to live our lives. We're all trying to achieve the same outcome, um, you know, achieve our potential, be with the people we care about, be healthy, happy, and for some people, maybe make as much money as they can in an honest way, which is a fair enough, nicey, nice thing to do. But how do you communicate with people who have got stuck and who aren't listening? And of course, this applies equally to organisations both in the broader community of all sorts. Um, you know, how do you communicate with corporates who don't even see how masculine they are? And I deliberately choose that word as a form of gender expression, not as a sense of identity or body in terms of male. I wish I had the answer, but I don't have it. Um, so your your ideas are welcome because I don't know how to move this one forward. Um, and how do you communicate with people who really, um, as I say, won't listen? You know, you can point out the facts. You can point it out in a way that benefits them. You can connect to their feelings. You can connect to so-called logic and you still can't get through. Is there something different that we need to do? I mean, you know, go back to what I was mentioning in the first segment um, and that's the parasite. Um, thankfully, as I say, the bug is now squashed. But, um, you know, if we had, were able to communicate, we'd probably um, have, um, you know, have marriage equality done and dusted by now. But people who just won't listen, who block you out, who don't even, won't even come and sit at the table with you, so to speak, or sit at the Skype or Google Hangout table in um, technology terms, um, I don't know what the answer is. Um, that people can be so arrogant and contemptuous that they just won't even have a conversation seems very very strange um, to me and so yeah how we get through that one as I say not quite sure and it does affect things in our own communities we still have elements of say of gay and gay, cisgender monosexual gay males and cisgender monosexual lesbians who put by and trans down yet some of the lesbians, these these particular types of lesbians, are the first to say, you know, oh, toughen up. You know, yet if they were to be on the receiving end of sexism or lesbophobia, would be jumping up and down. Um, 
and um, it's a big issue because I think it is blocking our communities from working more effectively. How we get around it, um, don't know. Um, and particularly, you know, we've got to face something, to be fair, that in varying degrees, the parts of our community, um, the stripes of the rainbow, if you like, have faced varying degrees of damage um, and that sort of thing. It can be very hard to see another person's point of view when your mind is filled with your own pain, maybe. And this is an issue. But um, in the end, does everyone have to take some degree of responsibility for themselves, particularly if they end up in a position of leadership and responsibility? And I do feel frustrated at times. I see people in positions of influence of our community who, you know, I just, you know, everyone else can see it, but they have a don't know that I don't know approach about them and it's blocking them from achieving what they need to achieve and what the rest of the community needs to achieve as well. Maybe I have a don't know that I don't know. Maybe I should um, not feel frustrated. You know, no one's perfect, but um, it is beginning to be a concern that um, we've got these situations in our community and they're stopping us moving forward equally and I'll say equitably. Check the cover page of my Facebook page for um, what I mean by that with that classic um, three now three-frame picture. Got a great article, by the way, on that um, a few weeks ago on the history of the equality versus equity picture. For those who um, do my best radio-visual description approach, the first frame has three people of varying heights standing on one box each trying to watch over a sort of wooden paling fence um, watching a sporting game. It's American, so it's a baseball game, but that's all right. Da-da-da-da-da-da, charge and all that sort of thing. And one box each, of course, means little person can't see, medium person barely can see, and the other tall person's way looking over the fence. The second frame originally had two frames. Um, you know, we've got the tall person can just see comfortably over the fence because we've taken that box away and given it to the little person and the third person in the middle, no real change. And that's equity. And then we get to liberation where we have... Rather than a wooden fence, we get rid of the real problem, and that's a sort of mesh fence. Now, some people say it's still a barrier. It could be. I like to see it as a sense of protection in case, in this case, a flying baseball whacks someone in the snout. Um, well, it's not going to whack you in the snout because it'll um, hit the fence and bounce back and whack the outfielder in the snout instead. But, um, you know, we need to have some degree of protection. The world, unfortunately, will never get perfect, damn it. Hashtag perfectionism anyway. Um, so we need to keep working on our own communities, but, um, yeah, not sure. As I say, how do you talk to people who won't listen on so many levels, um, whether it's the corporate sector, whether it's some more um, longer-established organisations in our communities, um, whether it's some people, to be fair, in the trans community, people who still have this mentality that the only... God forbid, real trans people, in inverted commas, are those who have had surgery, which, you know, is only really a trans women thing anyway, and they're ignoring trans men and probably and clearly ignore non-binary. So how do you how do you communicate when it seems like there's a huge gap? Um, some people say it's impossible. Um, you know, maybe um, sometimes we've got to question the question and see if we can make it a little more possible so we can move forward at least in our own backyard and do things um, somewhat better. I don't, as I say, I don't quite have all the answers. Um, so your thoughts welcome. 
communicate in, um, text 61401078981. You can email outofthepan855 at gmail.com. Um, tweet at Sal Gold said so, and that's the bottom line. And look for me or Out of the Pan on Facebook. Um, what do you think is the answer? In the meantime, let's have some more music. Um, you might be beginning to get a thread going here from one of the best songwriters of all times, um, although that's not the thread, um, Tom T. Hall. And this is a song that Tom wrote with his wife Dixie and um, um, about um, it's a bit of bluegrassy stuff. And it's called One of Those Days Where I Miss Lester Flat, the great um, band, um, guitar player. Um, let's have a listen to some diverse pansexual music. 3CR, 855 AM digital, 3cr.org.au, out of the pan with Sally. He did indeed, um, on that recording from 2007, released by Tom T. Hall, the great, um, whose nickname is The Storyteller. And, well, he told it well there with Earl Scruggs on banjo, though sadly, of course, Earl left us in 2012, reunited with Lester in, uh, well, the Bluegrass Festival in the Sky, if you like. Um, And, of course, you can probably hear music very akin to that 11 o'clock Saturday nights with Hillbilly Fever, one of the very many diverse shows on the diverse station that Fiona Scott Norman talked about, that is 3CR. Well, I've got another... I don't know, must have been something in the coffee today. Thought I'd tackle some challenging philosophical questions, um, but why not? Um, one of the challenges that we have also um, is the idea that GLBTI people can be conservative. Now, I say that with tongue wedged firmly in cheek, but, you know, of course, GLBTI people are for across all walks of life, across, of all of the spectrum and all of, you know, the political and ideological spectrums. And all that sort of thing. And there's an old saying, do you create change working from the inside or the outside? And of course, we don't think in binary on the show, so it's a very easy thing to spot the floor in that, and that's the word or. The answer is it's going to be bits of both, bearing on the time, the circumstances, whatever the situation. And, you know, look, people, you know, some people think that they can create change in very conservative institutions. Um you know, good luck to them. I mean, let's look at it. We have three touched on this talking about the plebiscite, three openly gay males now in the Federal Liberal Party. The most well-known down here in Victoria is Tim Wilson, the, the member for Goldstein, um, where this little person grew up, covering the suburb of Brighton. Um, yes, um, that um, translates into Brighton, um, if you didn't grow up there. But um, anyway, um, you know, it's a difficult thing. I mean, when you look at... You know, historically, the Liberal Party has really become really a conservative party since the late 1980s, where the small L Liberals, like um, some people may remember, a former member, well, it was that point, the seat of Balaclava, Ian McPhee. And it doesn't seem we have a lot of small L Liberals in the Liberal Party at state or federal level now. And if they're there, they're being, um, well, they are being stopped and they are being silenced, to borrow from now Senator Darren Hinch. Um, because we haven't heard from them a lot in relation to the things like the marriage debate or the Victorian state birth certificates debate. Where are they? Or are they being silenced? Uh, you know, are they being th- threatened with deselection, the opposite of pre-selection for their seats? Who knows? A um, bit tricky. Um, you know, so um, how do you create change from the inside? I mean, it must be very difficult um, if you 
see an organisation that you really care about, you think you can do something that's, in your opinion, gone a bit off the rails or somewhat off the rails, and you try to get in from the inside and work your way up to the top. I mean, here's a classic example, um, reasonably good classic example, Pope Francis trying to get some change into the Catholic Church, a little more, well, I'll say cautiously, a little less negative about gay, although still hasn't got it on transgender, but of course this is a part of the issue. A male-dominated organisation is going to have some pretty limited views on gender. Anything other than blokey-bloke, um, however defined, <laughs> is going to be seen as challenging and threatening to them. So, of course, they're going to say um, anything bad about transgender. And until they get their, really act, get their act together on women, I don't think anyone might be listening too much. And the other thing is we're not going to be wedged. Um, GLBTI community, although there are differences at times, when it comes to it, we do seem to stick together, which is the funny thing. Um, so um, there's a sort of strange paradox in that. We fight, stay together more when we're repressed. I, I'll be interested in if anyone's got a psychoanalytical analysis of that. But um, you know, how do you create change from inside? I mean, I, for most of my time in the community have had some degree of involvement with Victoria Police. Now, I'm not, I can only speak for LGBTI to any degree on this. I obviously can't speak in relation to, say, racial profiling. And, um, you know, look, there has been change in there. It was, I remember about 10 years ago, I was on a forum, I ended Transgender Victoria, representing Transgender Victoria, and it was about policing overall. It wasn't just GLBTI and police, and it was just a whole part of you know, um, what police needed to do. And I remember it very vividly because there was a whole heap of people there, including someone of all, um, there was, the, I don't know, the Schools Insurance Commission, the, I don't know, something like the Catholic Education Board, the this, the that, the other, myself, and someone from the Sporting Shooters Association. And, you know, I'd be honest with you and say that I was sitting there thinking, oh gosh, why am I sitting opposite this person? And everyone had a chance to say whatever they thought about police, no holds barred, no retribution, no planting things in your front yard and framing you because you said it. No, that didn't say that either. Um, that's not the police. That's something else. Anyway, but um, no, nothing of the sort. And the, the Sporting Shooters Association guy went ahead of me, said, you know, the real problem with these police, you put a stripe on their arm and think they're God, we're just after a fair go. Now, I don't want to shoot a gun. Um, two good reasons for that. One, my left eye is weaker than the other. I don't think that's a good idea. And also, as I understand it, a lot of guns are made for right-handers and I'm left-handed. So best that I stay away from them. But if someone wants to shoot a gun at a, a target or you know, if it's necessary because there's a plague of animals and maybe that's how you do it, uh, I'm not saying that's the best one. I'm sure freedom of species coming up at 1 o'clock would know more. Well, that's their thing. But I thought, hang on, we wanted a fair go. This was 2004. And I remember sitting there going... Hmm, at that point, police were still, to some extent, harassing trans people who were just walking down the street minding their own business and harassing them about ID, even though we'd had some equal opportunity law and some GLBTI liaison officers. It um, wasn't preventative. So, um, um, and I did just did the radio boo-boo. Apologies for that. Um, anyway... So yeah, there were there I was, and I thought, well, people just are after a fair go. So we got some change in police, and there's a police working group that's still there for the LGBTI community, and um, 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 still doing some good stuff. But how far do we go? When we saw just under a year ago the 
report on sexism in the police where 32% of um, police thought, um, you know, thought that there was prejudice against females, you know, when do you get, you know, when you start getting to that sort of um, hard core of change um, against things like prejudice where attitudes have deep roots, um, similar thing. And can you change it from the inside or do you need change from the outside? Well, I think it's both. You need people independent on the outside. As someone for a long time who was in the community legal sector, you need independent voices like that. You need um, voices that can be critical and say, whoa, have you thought about this? Um, but then in the end, you know, if somehow the organisation has to change, then it needs to be a matter from the inside. But it needs bits of both in varying degrees at all times. So... Um, Anyway, um, how do we keep it moving? There's another philosophical thought. As I say, there must be something in the coffee today. Um, anyway, uh, what have we got next? Got another track. And, well, um, from one of the great songwriters of our time and from one of the great bands of our time, you begin to get a thread here, aren't you? Um, and, um, well, a band that sadly won't play anymore due to the passing earlier this year of Glenn Fry, Don Henley announcing that the band had officially disbanded. He put out his last solo album in about a year or two ago. He will not be recording solo either anymore. Um, but this, there's a million tracks I suppose I could have played to honour this band, but this one is the one um, that still resonates for me. It's a bit of an underrated and often hidden track, one of the four new tracks from Hell Freezes Over when the Eagles reformed in '94. With Don Henley on lead vocals, learn to be still. 3CR, 855 AM digital, 3cr.org.au, out of the pan with Sally. And on 3CR 855, get your slice of local film action every Thursday at 11 AM. For half an hour, get a dose of what's new. And who's who in the art of film. Join Annie and Muhammad for Showreel on Thursday, 11am, 3CR, 855 on your AM dial. See you then. online mm, donuts no donate online please support 3 hours as i said earlier we are, did fall a bit short on our radiothon target this year so if you go to 3cr.org.au and look for the donate buttons on how you can support um that would be a groovy thing um just to keep us rolling on throughout the airwaves throughout the year uh, would be like like excellent and all that um, the Eagles from Hell Freezes Over learn to be still, and if you haven't worked it out by now, 
playing some of my own personal favourites today as we work through some of these philosophical questions, as um, Daffy Duck and Sylvester the Cat would have said, because um, I did a hashtag time management fail and forgot to pre-record this week. It actually is my birthday today, not that I told anyone, um, just told about the whole world. Um, and if you're trying to find the out of the pan post on my Facebook page today, it might be a bit drowned, but there you go. Um, and um, yes, so um, we're playing favourites today um, from all throughout My Life Midnight Oil from the rockin' era where people wrote songs about stuff. Katie Lang um, probably helped a little bit to help me start coming out when that was released in 92 and I emerged in 95. Tom T. Hall, a great songwriter. Um, Eagles, well, they were always there. We'll have one last great one to wrap it up. And to the person ringing the 3CR landline, I can't talk at the moment. Um, anyway, <laughs> so and I think I stopped it. How did, how did I do that? That's telepathy. Um, live telepathy on radio, people of all genders. Um, this is live radio. Live radio, yes, it is. Um, so things, what are coming up in the community? Alphabet soup. Um, A to Z and all rainbow stripes and colours. Denbar, um, this Tuesday the 18th, which is my mum's birthday. Happy birthday, mum. And yes, Dad, I'll talk to you both after the show. Uh, don't ring me at work. Um, seriously, um, live radio, done it again. Um, the Trans Cafe Night could be happening. Is a goer for Seahorse. Check seahorsevic.com.au for um, this Wednesday, the third Wednesday, uh, Wednesday of the month. Yes, Um and for the Kingsters, um, we have Provocation is on um, this coming Friday. And Bent TV, of course, this Friday as well. And then, of course, a big big weekend coming up for trans people, the Trans Anxiety Group. Um, not sure if it's going to run, actually, this weekend because, whoops it oops um, trans families having a big day that is sold out, unfortunately. We sold out within three hours. Otherwise, I would have promoted it more um, 60 people um sort of um wanting to come along so we're really looking forward to that um and i've got to acknowledge i haven't had a chance um the person with whom i founded trans family the fabulous lynette um, had to stand down but now caroline's come in and is doing an awesome job um promoting and all that sort of thing so um really um you know we'll hopefully we'll do 60 this year and who knows, we'll do the halftime entertainment for Grand Final next year. Is the jury still out on Sting and all that sort of thing? Not sure. Um, so, um, yes, um, lots are happening um, in the next week or so. And, of course, keep you up to date on any um, um, new information. Joe has sent happy birthday wishes in. Thanks, Joe. Um, yeah, I normally would have pre-recorded, but... Um, Anyway, I was awake, had a big sleep yesterday. Anyway, so, yeah, things to consider for the future. Well, yeah, of course, mention some of the issues. How can we get some sort of communication going? Um, you know, we're, I think we're obviously, there will some, be some people we never change um, in, you know, in, the, in society in terms of LGBTI issues on, um, attitudes on LGBTI issues. Um, but, um, you know, the thing is, um, what's the answer? You know, we've just got to keep pushing across and pushing across. I mean, I think there's a tendency to sort of want to metaphorically leap across the Grand Canyon um, coyote style and then, of course, you get um, stuck and have to sink, 
when we hear, hear some of the extreme anti what we would call anti-GLBTI views, um, you know, I think you've just got to build a bridge slowly across um, and, you know, keep finding allies a step further and a step further and a step further. As I say, not easy to do, but I suppose we'll have to find them. Um, that's one possibility. Um, what happens, though, of course, um, how we get there seems like it's, um, you know, a big bridge at times. Um, so, yeah, as I say, we can only keep pushing along um, and, um, you yeah, know, keep, um, for, you know, forging forward. Um, what else can one do? Um and, um, you know, see what happens. So that's the theory anyway. Um, you know, we're just going to keep moving along. Lots of great um, things happening um, this Friday. Gosh, it's um, the Globe Awards a year um, since the last one. Um, I feel like um, Miss Universe or something did win um, LGBTI Victorian of the Year um, last year. Um, so I sort of feel like I go and hand over the tiara or something on Friday night, but um, it is um, a lot to be done in our community, and there were lots of good people there last year. Um, and so, yeah, lots happening. There probably still could be some tickets going for it. We shall see. Um, and um, keep rolling along. All right, better start making my way out of here and wrapping it up. Um, the lineup on 3CR for those listening live on the Sunday. Um, Freedom of Species coming up next and talking all things animale, animal advocacy and animal liberation. Two o'clock is Encyclodelia and three o'clock Queering the Air. Um, so lots of great radio to keep you rolling through Saturday, uh, Sunday afternoon. Uh, no, I'm not on daylight savings. Coffee ran out. Oh dear, better get some more. Um, and yes, have an awesome afternoon. Um don't forget, please again, support 3CR um, by donating, becoming a subscriber slash member, all that sort of thing. Go to 3cr.org.au. To close my day of musical favourites, um, take it out with Wendy Rule, who has um, left the city of Portland, Oregon, and is now living in the wilds of the New Mexico desert, as only Wendy could. Um, and, well, do we follow her? Um, um, and lead her, be led into the life under the trees. Artemis, naturally a favourite to take it out today. Thanks for tuning in to Out of the Pan. I'm Sally Goldner. Catch you next week. <laughs>